My name is Linda Garcia, and you're listening to Investees, the show where we break down the cheesement on the stock market and the current state of the economy. This week on the podcast, we are going to talk about the biggest headlines that are dragging down the stock market. Moody's credit agency downgrades 10 U.S. banks. Before we get into the details of this headline, I want to talk to you about why this headline is important for us to pay attention to. Earlier this year, we had four bank failures. What is a bank failure? A bank failure occurs when the bank is unable to meet any obligations to its depositors or to its creditors. For example, if you go to the bank and you're like, yo, give me all my money, I'm here to take the bag, and they're like, sorry, we don't have any bags left to distribute. We ain't got your money. Or a creditor from which they borrowed money from is looking for repayment, the bank is unable to repay. You're probably thinking, wait, what? How is the bank unable to repay money? Well, businesses, which a bank is a business, is conducted on loans. You don't necessarily use all of your capital. Sometimes it is more effective to borrow money than to actually use the money that you already have in place. This is just like the United States of America. We discussed this in the last episode where the United States is in debt. Money is being borrowed in order to pay bills. While this may sound risky, it's actually very normal to conduct business in this way. You want to leverage resources. It's important for us to really understand that banks don't keep our money in the bank. Money is continuously losing its value due to inflation, as most of us have learned in the last couple of years. And if anyone understands this better than we do, it is the bank. So what they do with our money is they take it and they reinvest it. They can buy stocks with it, they buy bonds and other securities. They also provide loans back to us with interest. We can use those loans to buy houses or create businesses. In addition to that, I really want you to understand that the only way to create money is via real estate or via a business. And so it is important for us to have banking institutions that are running so that we can continue to borrow money in order to continue to purchase houses that go up in value and creating businesses that then create jobs for other people to make money. Banks actually failing can get extremely complex, but to keep this really simple, it is based off of either risky decisions they've made, like loaning money to folks that can't pay it back, or loaning money for overvalued assets like real estate, including commercial real estate. Ultimately, a bank failure can cause panic in our economy that can lead to the collapse of our country. And I know I'm sounding super negative right now. This isn't to scare us. This is to simply educate us and help us understand what is currently taking place so that we can begin to see the economy from a different perspective, but more importantly, help us make wise decisions in the future. 
The Great Depression was attributed to bank failures, with 9,000 banks failing. This created one of the largest bank run hypes in history. A bank run is exactly what it sounds like. Folks run to the bank demanding their money and they begin to distribute as much money as they can until they have no more funds to pay back. Not everyone is going to get paid because not all money is in the bank. The money is out working, not just sitting in a vault depreciating. The bank also doesn't pay us the money it's made from keeping it from depreciating. This is why it's crucial for us to invest our money so that it can be working for us. When you put it in the bank, the bank puts it out to work for their gain, not ours. After the Great Depression, the government really wanted to initiate trust back into folks so that they can head to the banks and begin depositing again. They did this by creating the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, also known as the FDIC. This insurance protects depositors for up to $250,000 per deposit. So if you have $250,000 or less in the bank, then the government will guarantee that you will receive your money back in the event that the bank fails. If you have a joint account, then you all are insured for $500,000. Fast forward to 2023 we have four bank failures. And granted, yes, four doesn't sound as bad as 9,000. However, could it be an indicator? In March of 2023, Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank failed. In May, First Republic Bank failed. And in July, Heartland Tri-State Bank failed. We've had smaller bank failures in the last several years, but what makes the 2023 bank failures alarming is that First Republic Bank was the largest bank to fail since Washington Mutual in 2008, when we had our financial crisis. Over the next three years, almost 400 banks failed before the trend finally began to slow down. First Republic Bank, Silicon Valley Bank, Signature Bank, Heartland Tri-State Bank, these failures could potentially be a canary in a coal mine. When Silicon Valley Bank failed earlier this year, they faced a bank run. And in order to stop panic from taking place and spreading into other banks, the government immediately stepped in and made the decision to protect not only the insured depositors under 250000 but everyone, including those that had over 250000 Had they not done that, we could have potentially seen a modern-day bank collapse with wild bank runs that could have ultimately led to the collapse of the United States of America. Investees, let's take a deep breath. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to discuss Moody's decision this week to downgrade 10 U.S. banks. Are you my investee and you haven't started investing yet? No judgment. Check this out. On November 3rd and 4th, I have an incredible beginner's stock market crash course that I designed specifically for you. 
The course is going to take place live virtually with the opportunity to ask me questions. Head over to andlosewetrust.com, search for Wealth Warrior The Course. You will find information on the curriculum, information on why you need to be investing into the stock market, as well as what our community members are saying. I look forward to seeing you on November 3rd and 4th. We're back. In mid-July, we kicked off earnings season with the banks. Earnings season is when publicly traded companies report their financial statements. The reports from the banks sent the stock market to new positive levels. We saw this with a 13-week streak from the Dow Jones. We saw it with a three-week streak from the S&P 500. And now the markets are down. Let's talk about what changed. Last month in July, when the banks reported, everything was pretty positive. They were reporting better-than-expected earnings. It was making us all feel pretty positive in the stock market, considering the news surrounding a potential recession and, of course, the series of interest rate hikes. In one of the recent episodes, I mentioned that although companies were reporting better-than-expected earnings and revenue, I felt like we weren't really paying attention to the reasons why we were beating expectations on earnings and revenue. I felt like this could potentially be a false positive. On Monday, Moody's credit agency downgrades 10 U.S. banks. And of course, that sends an alarm through the stock market. In last week's episode, we talked about the United States credit rating being downgraded, and I introduced Moody's as one of the major credit agencies, along with Fitch and the SMP. They not only rate countries, but they also rate U.S. banks. Just like we as individuals are monitored by TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian, banks are also being held accountable by Moody's, Fitch, and the SMP impacting their credit score. The banks that received downgrades included MNT Bank, Pinnacle Financial, BOK Financial, and Webster. Moody's also put some bigger banks under review for the potential of a downgrade in the future. Those banks were Bancorp, Truist Financial, Frost Bank, Northern Trust, and Bank of New York Mellon. They also changed their outlook to negative on 11 banks, including Capital One and Citizens Financial. These downgrades are telling us that we are not free and clear from the previous banks collapsing. As I mentioned, we had all of this positive news surrounding the banks, and it sort of made us feel like there was a sense of relief. So much so that we didn't even hear about Heartland Tri-State bank failure last month in July. It got hardly any media attention. And sure, it could have been because it is a smaller bank, but it is very important for us to pay attention to the smaller banks, as those ones are always the first to go. Here are some high-level points on why Moody's decided to downgrade the 10 banks and why some were put on watch. Their biggest concern? is small and mid-sized banks. 
When we had the first set of bank failures in 2023, we did begin to see bank runs. In other words, folks were taking deposits out. In Q2, those deposits began to stabilize. Even though we didn't see huge bank runs, there were still folks that were most definitely pulling out their money from the banks, and the banks felt that. The loss we saw in deposits from the first quarter due to the bank runs were starting to recoup in Q2. Because banks have to pay us higher interest on our deposits, this is causing pressure on the banks especially since fewer and fewer folks are taking out bank loans for the same reason, for high interest rates. This has become an issue because banks earn most of their money from the interest rates they charge on loans. Under normal circumstances, banks thrive off of increasing interest rates, but because the rates have been going up so fast and in such a short period of time, they are facing the pressure to pay out increasingly more and more, while loan growth is always a slower process. The global head banker of Moody's, Anna Arsov, said that the bank's profitability has peaked for the time being. She also goes on to say, we aren't warning that the banking system is broken. We are saying that in the next 12 months to two years, profitability is under pressure. What I hear from this quote is that it is important for us to pay attention in the next 12 months to two years, how the banking system is doing and how this is going to affect us. Last week, we talked about how important it is for these companies to raise any flags that they see, given that they didn't do it in 2008, which could have protected a lot of people. We are already starting to see signs of commercial real estate plummeting. When the value of commercial real estate is plummeting, this is not just impacting the person that owns the commercial real estate, but more so it's impacting the bank, adding another layer of pressure that the banks are having to face. They own assets that are not as valuable as they once were. I know that today's episode was a bit heavy and could potentially be triggering in terms of emotions and fears that we may be feeling, especially for those of us that remember what took place in 2008. As a reminder, 2008 was loaded with opportunities for those of us that had the knowledge and financial understanding on how to take advantage of the financial crisis. This week's takeaway is going to be from Thomas Petterfee, the founder of Interactive Brokers, which manages assets worth $350 billion. Thomas Petterfee was born in Budapest in the basement of a hospital during war to a single mother. He immigrated here to the United States shortly after high school with no money. His mother would always tell him, the only thing they can never take away from you is what you have learned. It rang so true to my soul. You can truly take away everything I have, but you will never, ever, ever be able to take away all of the lessons I've learned and the experience I've gained. Content like this is really important for our communities of color to consume. 
I hope you've found this week's episode beneficial. I'm your host, Linda Garcia. You're listening to Investees. Produced by Cosmic Standard and In Lose We Trust. <laughs>